Listeners of the Reject Nation, we are here to kickstart our reactions for Secret Invasion. Of course, joined by John. John, how are you? Great, sir. Secretive. Koi, invading. I read Secret Invasion in preparation for this. The whole time I was reading, I was going... This is going to be nothing like this show. There's a big waste of time. I, just, I might as well just rewatch Captain Marvel. <laughs> and was... yet, good comic. Good comic, though. <laughs> it was a fun time. But guys, before we go into this, we got a special word from our sponsor. Fellow ring bearers, this video is brought to you by none other than Electronic Arts, the true Gandalf of gaming. They've crafted a new realm in Lord of the Rings, Heroes of Middle-Earth. A game that's going to make you say, my precious. This isn't just any game. It's your very own journey into Middle-Earth. Free for all adventurous hobbits. Simply use the link in the description box or pull a Frodo and scan that QR code on screen. Join the ranks of this tactical turn-based squad builder. Amassing your fellowship with heroes like Frodo and Sam. Forge alliances that even the Count Council of Elrond would approve of. And dive headfirst into epic quests. Just like Bilbo, you'll stumble upon a mysterious ring of power. The timeline's fractured, and it's your job to fix the broken fellowship of time. You might even find history taking a different turn. Perhaps Boromir won't try to take the ring this time around. Hmm, huh, Boromir? <laughs> and guess who's stepping up to the plate? Elrond, our very own half-elven lord. He's coming to the battle on June 26th, the first of the mighty legendaries, with wisdom deeper than the minds of Moria, and powers greater than Gandalf's fireworks, he'll dazzle you. His legendary adventure event, beginning June 26, requires you to gather a fellowship of five elven characters. If you miss out, don't worry. There's always more than one way to follow the fellowship into Middle-earth. So are you ready to join the battle of our time? Creating dream teams, facing formidable foes, exploring legendary locations, and forging new destinies with your own ring of power. Let's meet on the other side and may the light of Erendil guide your path. After all, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. That's a reference. Thank you again for sponsor this video. Oh yeah, real quick, full-length reaction watch along, where you sync up with your own copy of Secret Evasion, available for our Super Sexy Rejects over at our Patreon page, but because this is the first episode, first one is public, it is free for everyone, so there's a link in the description box and pinned comment. You could uh, sync up with us over there if you'd like. Let's do this. <laughs> oh no, not cool, no. Yeah, uh, uh, that sucks. What? I'm not happy. God, what a cold shot, too. I was literally like five minutes thinking ago, thinking that, oh, this is really cool that we get to see, like, Kobe Smolders really get a chance to shine as Maria Hill in a more serious role. She's so good. She's so good. Did they really just kill one of the best actresses in the MCU? I don't, I don't know MCU? if I like that choice. <laughs> She's I'm so good. Out, kind of upset by that. Yeah, same. I'm holding out hope that it's some kind of mislead or some kind of... Some sort of espionage. Thing. Like, I get it. Yeah. Raises the stakes and shows how serious no, I, yeah. I understand the choice. But the narrative the, choice, but not but the character there's choice. There's a part of me that's like, but come on, we finally got a show where we really get a chance to hang out with Maria Hill. I've kind of... I just love Kobe Smolder's take on her. Yeah. Like, that would have been really special. Yeah, a little back and forth on that choice. Oh, well. No, nah, fridging is good, you guys. Always the move. <laughs> Her dead body will be in the thumbnail. He, yep. <laughs> I think that'll go over well for everyone. I think that'll be the way to get happy that's comments. That's how we get clicks. It's all about the clicks. Or with a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> with a big arrow be pointing like, to the wound. How was I supposed to know you didn't watch the show yet? <laughs> <laughs> Even though it airs tomorrow or whatever. <laughs> wow. Bold choice. That pilot was absolutely incredible. I don't think there's going to be a post credit scene. It's just Maria Hill waking up. <laughs> <gasps> Nick! <where'd you> go? <laughs>
<laughs> Maria Hill will return. <laughs> well, f- you Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That See, was take it back. Say it ain't so. It's interesting. It was our first Marvel reaction the three of us have done together, where we were a lot more serious than usual. I'm so invested in such a serious show, and they really delivered on the seriousness Mm. that felt very, it's very fascinating to me to take one of the biggest event comic book runs with a bunch of Marvel characters, and it's just craziness. And then they go, now we're going to make the most grounded show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've heard Disney Plus out of this massive event. A true adaptation of sorts. Um, Johnny, what did you think, my friend? Lay it on the line. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a solid start. And, and I mean, yeah, I, I like it makes a lot of sense, a, a story like this, to go for these Cold War, you know, secret agent, espionage, spycraft sort of story. And uh, at least thus far, I'm very intrigued. I mean, you know, they're just setting the stage. So there's plenty more twists and turns to come. But I like just reacquainting with uh, Fury and Maria Hill, R.I.P. and Talos and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, just loving the, I don't know, the feeling, the vibe, the aesthetic, the setting, you know, being sort of immersed in this Russian environment, I think, is a nice change of pace from everything. And uh, yeah, it seems like at least at the outset, they're willing to have along with you and your intrigue, some interesting little, you know, semi-relevant conversations and whatnot. So uh, thus far, I'm, I'm intrigued. It's really interesting. How's this tiny King the Conqueror, Coy? Take it away. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite thing is actually the, the pace and tone, is it really trusts the audience to let us have so much dense dialogue that's exposition heavy, but it's delivered so incredibly well that not only did it do the thing that I thought wouldn't happen until two or three episodes in, where it is able to explain what the scrolls are so upset about that they're willing to change where we left them. So many people were like, wait, the scrolls were good guys at the end of mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. I didn't think within the first act of the first episode, I'd know everything I needed to know about setting up secret invasion. That's all through incredible writing and directing where it doesn't feel frenetic. It doesn't feel rushed. It doesn't feel um, paced poorly in dialogue or style. We talked about cinematography, but overall the actual tension in the show comes from the concepts like you 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 know the stakes you know yeah. the world building because it's giving you exposition in almost every scene but the concepts are so heady and the world is so uh aggressive that it doesn't ever feel like it's about two people talking in a room and it is like this show is very much sitting and talking and yeah. it's that's what good spy shows are to me and they nailed a really unique tone that i did not know they could um it, this is up there with like the loki pilot for me and loki's my favorite show so like this is a really special debut uh wandavision's up there as well but like those are the ones that are the most different like the loki was so existential yeah. and wandavision was so mysterious this is is so spy cold war you mentioned mission impossible we mentioned a bunch of things i i didn't know that that marvel would i mean there was uh, there's so many jokes in here i was like that is an adult joke like they really went with <laughs> not a disney plus audience here i'm really impressed yeah but the jokes are still within the character 100 you know? there's nothing jokey it's there's, jokes that are like you'd have in a cold war there's nothing that feels that that marvel humor complaint that people have often lobbied against the mcu you don't get any of that here at all. I love Fury post blip. I love that it addresses so many things that I wish they'd address sooner. Yeah, and they really do they they give you this this really clever way of setting up Nick Fury where it's 
See, what's cool about we're talking a lot about plot and mood and atmosphere, all these things. What they did an excellent job at doing, because the exposition makes sense as you're dealing with a lot of government bureaucracy, a bunch of different people and factions and alliances. So you have to spout the exposition because it's mission-driven. So you have to give the exposition. So it's well-justified. But at the same time, it's so character-driven. Everything everything is motivated by character choices and then the, the personal feelings that everyone has. Like I love the position that Talos is in mm-hmm. of he does not want a war whatsoever. And he's he sympathizes and he cares, even for the people that he's against. Like the last thing he wanted to do was kill that scroll who was on the opposite side yeah. of his belief system. And it you see that it puts him at odds with the way how Sam Jackson decides to handle it, or Nick Fury decides to handle it with actually killing him. He's really bothered and disturbed by it. The last thing he wants is death for any of his people, because despite the difference in beliefs, he doesn't want any of them to die. So I love the position that puts Talos in. But for Nick Fury especially, what they did a really great job at doing is normally Nick Fury, no matter if he's gone rogue or he's at the top of the agency, you feel like in some way this guy's in control. In some way this mm. guy's got a mastermind position. And you could see that he is – a lot of people keep commenting on it. He's not the Nick Fury that he used to be. And that's more than just like I'm grizzled and, and more rough around the edges. That's – he – he lacks in certain ways because there's a, there's conflict within himself. There's a lack of confidence within himself as well as he's, you know, dusting off the old, fill in the phrase, John, dusting off the old, the old earth the, body yeah. or something. You know what I mean? He's, he's getting back into the field, you know, into the saddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm trying to go with that. Yeah, because with Nick Fury, they they put him in a position where I I find myself actually rooting for him instead of going. He's got this handled. And I thought that's how I might feel like he's got this handle. He's going to say some like badass shit. He, I love he, that he's, he's actually not. an underdog. In a, and they, he's not a, a full underdog, but he's just enough of an underdog. And yeah, the, the way how they deal with the post blip situation with his performance. I wonder whose choice that was, because that's something that they've acknowledged about post blip that they've talked about. And like certain like Falcon and Winter Soldier tried doing it when yeah. you know, he was trying to get a loan. Comedically, but they don't really. I, this is the first time I'm like, wow, the performance here is so human of like, this is the this is the disturbed character that I've been waiting to see after such a horrendous event, you know, that that happened within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, and I love that it's a movie one actor. I love that it's yeah. Nick Fury, who we've been with for so long, who we care about so much, Sam Jackson, who we're invested in. I really love that the exemplification of the trauma of the blip is is through Nick yeah. Fury. Because I, I wouldn't have expected that. Like, I, I love that we've been wanting something, and a lot of times Marvel does a good job being like, this is the character that embodies this whole thing you want. Yeah. I'm really surprised and impressed that it's Nick Fury. I'm really enjoying this performance. Yeah, and uh, Olivia Coleman as Sonya, I thought was a, an excellent scene as well. There's just, like, great writing and character scenes throughout. That's what bummed me out so much about Maria Hill dying at the end of this. I really wanted her to get to play. This, Yeah, that's the feeling. Like I Kobe really, Smulders. I really wanted Kobe to get to play. Like, it's about I, her. I really kept feeling like, damn, this is so cool. We finally get to see Kobe Smulders. Be in this Maria role. Hill actually <laughs> yeah. gets the time. Instead of show up for like five minutes. I'm so cool. <laughs> action, action, you're so cool. Yeah. Great dialogue. Okay, bye. Well, yeah. she has such presence. Like, her performances are really great, and, and she has just so, you can tell she's thinking maria hill thought she's fully embodied the character and it's just such a bummer to have the prospect of not getting to watch more of that because you know like a lot of people obviously know her from how i met your mother but she can like really act i know her <laughs> from jack reacher never go back of course that's right well and i mean she worked her ass off to try and save that like she's she's good in that bad movie but like <laughs> she's great here. well 
John, uh, what did you think about Amelia Clark as Gina? <laughs> yes, as Rodriguez. Uh, Gaia, I mean, I, I liked her so far. I mean, Amelia Clark is an actor who I'm still waiting to really click into. Sexist. So. That's right, man. No, I don't want any women on these shows, all right? <laughs> that little girl with the ball was too much for me. In fact, I want men dressed as women like Shakespeare intended. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, as the outset of the mission and for her relation, obviously the conflict between her and Talos and finding out about the death of her mother and everything. Like, you know, there's lots for that character, and I like wondering if she's a double agent. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, her presence just performance-wise I think is good so far yeah. you know i'm again i'm still waiting to be like i want to have those i want to be talking about amelia clark like i'm talking about colby smolders right now and i'm sure you know hopefully over the show we'll get there but right now fitting introduction at the very least well i really liked her scenes with ben mendelson specifically i bought the father-daughter relationship i like the there it is. Hey. There it is. <laughs> take another drink it's gonna be a show of duplicitousness <laughs> So much duality. Well, Such there is, dichotomy. If there's the one show for my that dialogue. lends itself to these words, Coy, it is certainly that. Because, yeah, it's, it is cool that with the scrolls that they... It, there is such a difference. Truly, <laughs> truly, truly, it really is. <laughs> not just physically, but emotionally all around. Uh, and I'm excited to see Amelia Clark's uh, role grow here. Uh, Olivia Coleman, I thought, was a, a nice presence. That opening scene, you know what really surprised me about it was I was expecting something that just made, kind of reminded me of Winter Soldier in its tone because it's Marvel. And at first I thought like, ah, am I liking this more to like Mission Impossible? But as it played out, I likened it more to old school um, thrillers like Manchurian Candidate mm -hmm. or uh, what's that Robert Redford? All the Presidents Met. met. Yeah. What the hell is that one All called? the Presidents Met so good. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah. Like th those kind of... Or like Slow Tinker, Horse, Tinker, Tinker Taylor, Taylor Soldier, Soldier Spy, Spy. Yeah. yeah, those kind of spy movies, and it was less. It's in fact when it started getting like action heavy, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really yeah, right, right, right. It's I was, be action. Yeah, I was, I was more surprised by that because yeah, I, I imagine there'll be because they got two tones that they're dealing with here. You got like an invasion of the body snatchers type of flair and close encounters, obviously, but then you got they they lean way more heavily into the. Uh, the lean, no, I don't know. No, it's, it's a fine. single lane. Yeah, 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 it's, uh, it's just <laughs> a duality yeah. of tones. It's just extra enhancement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was, uh, that was a good show. I was really impressed with uh, not only Music are they too. improving, I think, on the comic. I like Secret Invasion, the comic, but I don't think it's like. Uh, I just don't love event comics. I, that's, I and that's weird. Very, yeah, I just don't no, no, love And, and, and the book comics. feels very much like it needed to be an event. <laughs> yeah. This feels like the corner of Marvel I've been waiting for. It's actually improving on the event feeling of the comic because I think that the grounded level Marvel is much more interesting than cosmic for me a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, and what they're able to do here is is really make the most uh, a supernatural thing, an alien invasion, the most grounded show. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Fascinating approach. A duality. All right. Well, before we end this, John, what do you think of the music? I liked the music quite a bit. I thought it was uh, nice. It wasn't too in your face, but it definitely bolstered those classic vibes you're talking about. Uh, I'm going to have to hear more of it to really kind of log the, the flavors of the show. But thus far, I thought it was good. It, it enhanced everything without distracting me at any point. 
Uh, but what do you think about the pod security scroll played by uh, James McNaughton? My favorite character. Li- listen up, all right? There's a whole other conspiracy that's going to link to this one specific character. So keep a lookout for pod security scroll moving forward because he's going to be the key to everything. And uh, you call, I called it. So just when that happens, I want you all to acknowledge... You know that I called it. All right. Well, I I'm got just my- excited. It looks like Grace Boyle, who's an acting double, got an actual role—a White House age who's promoted. So I like any time a little uh, day player role gets happening. So congratulations, Grace Boyle. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. I'm feeling good about this show. All righty, guys. <laughs> I love well, the show. Well, what did you think about our premiere episode of Secret Invasion? Was there not enough Marvel comedy for you? There's not enough CGI action for you. Great to see Don Cheadle. How does this tie into the multiverse? Marvel doesn't have a plan. What's going on here? (laughs) Leave your thoughts down (laughs) below. (laughs) Subscribe. Leave a like.